Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, and I'll be with you for the next while, pressing and praying in to the will of God for you. Amen. I'm the senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We are a church. We are a family of prayer houses, churches, and prayer hubs. We'll talk about that more later. But you can come visit me. You can come meet me. You can come hang out with me at Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale on Sundays. Did you know that? 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. We are open. We are ready for you. Two different services, two different messages, two different worship teams. Somebody say it. Two different encounters. Two different encounters. It's crazy. It's wild. I love being at Awakening House of Prayer on Sundays. It's become one of my favorite things to do because of our community there in Fort Lauderdale. Come on over if you want to be part of what God is doing in the city and in our movement. Amen. Now, if you're not in Fort Lauderdale, I'm sorry. Visit on vacation or go to www.ahop.online, www.ahop.online, and go ahead and sign up to watch those free messages from our first service. Amen. We want you to be part of our web church. You can opt for that. Be part of my virtual life group. Most Tuesday nights, we're studying the life of David right now and pressing in, discussing the word of God. Last night, there were so many testimonies. Oh my goodness. It was, it just thrilled my heart. That's what it's all about. So join that, become part of our web church if you so wish, or go watch the services online. Awakeningprayerhubs.com, awakeningprayerhubs. Awakeningprayerhubs.com, join the movement. Find a hub in your city, launch a hub in your city, be part of the solution. And there's so many problems in the world and it's easy to complain about what's wrong. But you know what? It's just as easy to pray about what's right. It's just as easy to pray in God's solution to the problems instead of spending all that energy complaining. You know what we're going to do? We're going to begin to turn those into prayer requests and we're going to see God move. That's what he's waiting for. It's one of the things he's waiting for. Amen. Awakeningprayerhubs.com, a prayer movement endorsed by Lou Ingle, Cindy Jacobs, Mike Bickle, James Gall, Patricia King, and many others. I want you to go over there and check that out later. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Find a hub in your city to join it. 
or start one if the Holy Spirit leads you. Amen. God is good. Ignite Network. Wow. Ignite. I'm so proud of you in this season. My Ignite Network, my prophetic family, you have been just steady and strong in the midst of a worldwide crisis. And I'm proud of you. We're learning and growing together, getting stronger in the prophetic giftings, more accurate in the spirit, please. More accurate in the spirit, please. I don't have a lot of time to talk about that today, but I want you to go over to ignitenow.org and consider joining that family of prophetic people. No judgment and no Jezebels, a safe environment cultivated just for you. Amen. God is good today. We're reading from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, When You're Facing Unrelenting Warfare. My, 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 my. When you are facing unrelenting warfare. And here's what I heard the Lord say. When you can no longer hold on to your spiritual sword and you can no longer hold on to your shield of faith, hold on to me because I am holding on to you, says the Lord. Hold on to me and I will carry you to a resting place, says God. Just hold my hand. And I will walk you around the landmines. Just hold on to me. And I will bring you to a place of new strength and peace in the midst of the unrelenting warfare. I am the strength of your life. Of whom shall you be afraid? Hold on to me, says the spirit of the living God. Now that is one of the best words I've heard in a long time. <laughs> That's a word right there. Come on, be encouraged today. Psalm 6, 2, Psalm 73, 26, Isaiah 35, verse 3 are the scripture references for today. And the prayer starter and now the decree, Father, strengthen me because my heart has grown weak from the incessant attacks of the wicked ones. My bones feel weak and my soul is dry. Help me rise again. I decree the cords of the wicked wrapped around my life are cut asunder. I declare new strength is my portion and weakness fades away from my soul. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning because you are the relentless God. <laughs> Even when there's unrelenting warfare coming against us, you have proven yourself time and time again that your love is relentless, that your authority is relentless, that your hope is relentless. And so we praise you this morning as the glorious warrior God, <laughs> the victorious, glorious warrior God. That is who you are. And that's who you are to us. That is who you are. You are seated on the throne in all authority. Jesus, you told your disciples, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then Jesus delegated his authority to us. Portion, a measure. In his name, we can push back the darkness. So, Father, we celebrate our victory today, even though it seems so far off, even though we've been fighting, some of us, for years to see a breakthrough, even though it doesn't seem possible anymore. Everybody around us is telling us, eh, give up. People around us are telling us, eh, it can't happen. People around us are just suggesting very firmly, move on, let it go. 
But Lord, we will not let go of your promises. God, give us that tenacity. Give us that spirit of enduring, endurance, a persevering heart. We will not let go of your promises. We refuse to let go of your promises, despite the unrelenting warfare, despite the years of drama, despite the years of waiting, we will not give up on your promises. You didn't give on uh, up on us and we're not giving up on you, God, or your promises. You are not a man that you should lie. We will not assault your character by suggesting that what you said to us is not true. It might not be for now, but it's for one day. And we're going to hold out for the one day. God, give us a, a strength to hold out for the one day, for the one day, for that one day when the breakthrough comes, for that one day when the prayer is answered, for that one day when everything changes, for that one day. Help us to hold out for the one day. Help us hold out and hold on for the one day, God. Your word tells us very clearly that the promises of God are inherited through faith and patience. That is what it takes. It's that master blend. God, help us. We know the trials have come to test our faith, to, to, to produce in us patience and endurance. Your word tells us, let patience have its perfect work. The enemy has come to try the word in our life. Like Joseph, the word tried him. Like Joseph, the young man with the coat of many colors, the dreamers. The Bible says the word of the Lord came to test him. Promises of God in our life. Sometimes they test our patience before they deliver the breakthrough, but we're going to be patient. We're going to be, I know that's a dirty word. We're going to be patient. We're going to wait on you. We are not going to let go of the promises. We are not going to give up on the prophetic word that was spoken over our life. We are not going to pull back. We are not going to draw back. We're going to walk in faith and patience. It's a fruit of the spirit. These are both fruits of the spirit, faithfulness and patience. These are fruits of the spirit. I see that God, he's trying to work these things out in us. Some of you, you think God said no. Some of you, you think God is, you think God has turned a deaf ear to you. Some of you, you're, you're beginning to question if you even heard right from God. You're beginning to question about the prophetic words spoken. You're beginning to question. But God sometimes, listen, for many of you, Probably myself as well. Come on. This is all true for all of us at some level. He is trying to work in us the fruit of the spirit that produces the character that can hold the blessing. Come on. Faithfulness is a fruit of the spirit, isn't it? Patience is a fruit of the spirit, right? And by faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. So maybe what if it were possible, just perhaps consider that God is trying to work some things in you before he can deliver some things to you. That the promises, come on, that the promises of God are yes and amen. That it's not no. It's just not yet. He doesn't want you to receive something you can't hold on to. So, Father, we yield to you today. In the midst of the warfare, in the midst of the drama, in the midst of the trauma, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of all of this mess going on in the world, we yield to you and we say, Lord, do your work in us. Do a deep work in us. We submit to you. We yield to you. Do the work in us that you want to do so that you can take us where you want us to go. <laughs> do the work in us that only you can do. So that you can take us to the place that only you can take us. Are you following me, uh, beloveds? There's some things that God wants to work out in us. Not because he wants to change us. It's because, well, you know, like we want to change our friends or we want to change our spouses. 
It's not like that. God doesn't want to change us just because what we do irritates him or we ha- he has a preference. He does have a preference, but he wants to change us because he wants us to be more like Jesus so that we can walk in greater victory. That is the bottom line. He wants us to walk in greater victory, not just for ourselves, but so that we can be better witnesses to the presence and the power and the love of God. It's never just about us. So, Father, we ask you today, come on, who's willing to pray this prayer? God's going to work in you anyway. You might as well just get in agreement with it. (laughs) Come on. God's going to work in you anyway. God's going to conform you into the image of his dear son. You might as well just go ahead and pray and get in agreement with him. So, Father, we ask you, whatever it is in us that needs to be worked out, God, work it out. Work it out, God. God, if, 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 if we, if we're, if we're not faithful, God, work that out in us, teach us, show us, change us, move us, shift us, sift us. Oh, these are the crazy prayers. These are the dangerous prayers. God, help us, Lord, to just do things your way, to have a a heart that wants to do things your way. We know we're never going to get it all right. We know we're never going to get it all right. We know we're never going to get it all right. We're just flesh. And I'm thankful that you remember that we are but dust. Apart from you, we can't do anything, but we're not apart from you, God. So help us. We yield to your workmanship in our lives, the hand of the potter in our lives. Whatever you need to work in us and work out of us, God, we say yes. We don't want to delay our own destiny. We want to walk in the highest and the best callings now. Whatever you have for us now, we want to walk in that now. Come on, whatever your schedule is, I just see in the spirit, I see a a calendar and I see the hand of God. And it's like he's just sketching things down. He's got certain dates that were predestined. He's got certain things and world events that he predestined. The Bible says there are certain things that are predestined. They're already decided. There are certain things that are just predestined. They're already decided. And then there's certain things that God would like to see you do, but he can't make you and he won't make you do them. He's got certain things that he'd like you to do by a certain date. (laughs) He's got certain deadlines on things. I don't want to miss my God deadline is what I'm saying. Do you understand? All your days are already written in a book before you ever had one of them. The psalmist David said, all my days are, they're already written down. God already knows everything you want to do. Doesn't mean he likes everything we do, but he likes us. And he's got a plan and a purpose. And it is possible. Listen, it is possible for us to stray from that path of his perfect will. So father, would you help us today? Would you help us to stay on your calendar? Would you help us today to stay on your timeline? Would you help us today to walk out your plan for this day? Tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Yesterday's gone. There's nothing we can do about yesterday. There's absolutely nothing we can do. We can't change yesterday. We can repent for it, but we can't change it. Tomorrow, there's enough problems tomorrow. We can plan for tomorrow as a measure of responsibility, but we can't anticipate fully what might happen tomorrow. We can't account for tomorrow. We are here right today, right here, right now. Faith is now. So, Father, help us to walk in your plan for our life this day. Help us to walk in your plan for our life right now, today. God, we don't want to spend time worrying about the time wasted yesterday. We don't. How silly it is to spend time being upset about wasted time. 
We're just wasting more time. Help us to help us to break out of this vicious circle of wasted time. Come on, I'm hitting on something right here. Help us to break out of this vicious circle of wasted time. I'm getting mad because our time has been wasted and now we're wasting time being mad. The bad habits that we've adopted that cause us to waste hours and hours and hours a day. When your word tells us to redeem the time because the days are evil. The time-stealing devices of the enemy where we're, we're in the momentum, we're in the zone, we're in the flow. We're running the race. And the enemy comes with these time-stealing devices, these little foxes that spoil our vine, these fires that rage. And we've got to stop what we're doing, break the momentum, and go tend to the fire. Go tend to the drama. Help us, Lord. We want to be not just time managers. We want to be time masters because you're a time master. We want to be like you. We can't jump in and out of time like you can. You were, you are, and you always will be. You are the God who was and is and is to come. You insert yourself in timelines. You're not living within the time frame of time. You're living in eternity where we'll be one day. But in the meantime, we want to be like you. We want to be masters of time, not just managers of time. We want to be masters of time, not just managers of time. Come on, who's with me? We want to be masters of time, not just managers of time. We want to master time management. We want to redeem the time because the days are evil. We want to be so sensitive to your spirit, God, that when the enemy starts creeping in with time-stealing devices, the fire starters, the drama makers, that we have the Holy Ghost extinguisher, whoosh, and we get ahead of the enemy. We're not blindsided because we don't have the blind spot. We've got 20-20 vision, and we're going to, be so sensitive to your spirit that when the enemy rears his ugly head, we were already expecting it. We don't have to spend a lot of time dealing with it. Come on, come on. And God, give us some common sense. Because some of this is common sense, God. Give us your, your wisdom, your common sense. Not to answer the phone when we're in the middle of something. Not to say yes when we should say no. Not to... Get tied up on Facebook for two hours. Oh, wow, two hours went by and nothing fruitful came of it. Just scrolling, 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 looking at the gossip. God, help us, Lord, to use common sense. We want to be masters of time. Oh, Jesus. We want to be masters of time, time masters, because you're a time master. You're a time master. Help us to be like you. Jesus didn't waste time. Paul didn't waste time. We can't make new time, but you can redeem the time. You can, you can help us make up for lost time. You can accelerate our pace. Lord, we put our times, well, our times are in your hands. We don't even have to put them there. But we acknowledge that our times are in your hands. And that you have a plan for this day. And you have a promise of a future and a hope. And we are going to stand in faith. Come on, beloved. We are going to stand in faith this day to see whatever promise and whatever portion you have appointed for us this day and we're going to stand and receive what you have for us this day the mercy for this day the grace for this day the peace for this day the wisdom for this day we're going to receive all of it because we need everything you want us to have and have a portion to us we need it all this day 
Yesterday's manna won't work for today. Yesterday's provision. We need a fresh supply every day of your presence, of your peace, of your joy, of your hope. So God infuses us, impart to us right now. Somebody needs to lift up their hands. Impart to us right now, God. Impart to us right now. Whatever we need. I'm just lifting up my hands. God, impart to me whatever I need to navigate this day. Impart to me whatever I need to navigate this day. We stand in faith this day. And even if we don't see your promise come to pass this day, even if we don't see the prophetic word come to pass this day, even if we don't see what we thought we would happen or what we expected this day, we're going to hold out hope like a tenacious bulldog. We're going to grab hold and we're not letting go. We will inherit the promises by faith and patience in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going higher. We're going to pray that, pray into this. The Lord showed me this. I wrote an article and I haven't published it yet because I know people, everything you post right now, they think you're talking about them. They think it's about an election. I got, you know, more, more in my life to talk about and to write about than an election. If that offends you, I'm sorry. But everything, my life does not revolve around an election. My life revolves around God. And guess what? God is speaking about more than an election right now. Did you know that? I was writing yesterday trying to educate the body of Christ because there's this, there's this fallacy going around that the only ones hear me now, listen, there's this fallacy going around a lie that the only ones who can tap into the secrets and the mysteries of God are apostles and prophets. Paul said he was a steward of the mysteries of God. He was an apostle. The Bible says in Amos three, seven, surely God does nothing unless he reveals it to his servants, the prophets. He shares his secrets with his servants, the prophets. And that's true. But do not let anybody tell you that you cannot access the secret plans of God and the mysteries of God, because that is a lie. Prophets are no better than anybody else. They have a specific role and a specific calling, a specific function. But the, the tapping into the heart of God and the mind of God and the secrets and the plans of God and the mysteries of God it's not just for profit. So don't let any prophet elevate themselves above you in that regard. Try to make you think they're, they're more, uh, they're deeper. They're, uh, they've got some kind of special connection, special relationship with God that supersedes anything you could ever aspire to. That is a lie from the pit of hell and it's meant to control you. Yes, God does share his secrets with his servants, the prophets. But Psalm 25 verse 14, Psalm 25 Verse 14, first of all, Jesus said, if you're my friends, I'll share with you my heart. I'll tell you what the Father's doing. Jesus said this in John 15. If you're my, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends and I'll reveal to you the Father's plans. Well, that'd be a secret, wouldn't it? Because they're not just revealed to anybody. Psalm 25, 14. The secret of the Lord. What did I say? The what? The secret of the, come on, this is going to make all the false prophets mad. All the ones who want to post on Facebook about how you should listen to them and nobody else, listen to them. You know, don't listen to this. Don't. This is going to make them so mad. It's already made some of them mad. Maybe they'll get delivered. The secret of the Lord is for those who fear him and he will make known to them his covenant. The secret of the Lord, New King James Version, is with those who fear him. The, we're all, 
the secret of the Lord is only with the prophets and anybody else who claims that. No, that's not what it says. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. The Christian standard Bible says the secret of the Lord is for those who fear him. The secret counsel of the Lord, the secret counsel of the is for those who fear him. The New International Version, the Lord confides in those who fear him. Don't let a prophet tell you that they've got some special access to God that you can't attain to. And that what they say should not be tested and should not be judged. If a prophet tells you that what they say is, is, it is, it is, and how dare you question and you should listen to me and stop listening to the media. I'm not saying we should put faith in the media. But we need to know what's going on in the world. Last I checked, the prophets weren't newscasters. I, I understand the media is corrupt. I understand the media is biased. I understand that. But there are certain things that are facts that are happening in the world. There is a virus. There is a virus. You understand? There is a virus. There are wars that are going on in nations and wars that are being planned and nuclear programs that are being uh, 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 orchestrated. And if we just completely cut off the news and only listen to the prophets, we're not going to have an idea at all what's going on in the world. You understand? I'm not saying we should believe all the propaganda. Don't hear me wrong. Don't, don't clip me wrong. I'm not saying we should buy into the bias. But guess what? Not even the Christian media is unbiased. Everybody has a bias. There, but there are certain facts that go on in the world. What we need to understand is for prophets telling you, you know, you should never watch the media, then that prophet has been misinformed and they're afraid of something. And if they tell you that they're the only ones that can press into the mysterious realms and the secret realms of God, then they're lying to you. The Lord confides in those who fear him. Do you walk in the fear of the Lord? Do you walk in the fear of the Lord? If you walk in the fear of the Lord, you have access to the confidence of God. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. Oh, Lord, you are, listen, the contemporary English version. Oh, Lord, you are the friend of your worshipers. And you make an agreement with all of us. Jesus said, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. The message Bible says God friendship is for God worshipers. They are the ones he confides in. I know some of you have a more, more intimacy with God than some of these prophets flapping their jaws on Facebook. I know it because every time you post, you don't have to ask for money when you do it. Oh, Jesus. The Passion Translation says there's a private place. Listen, there's a private place reserved for the lovers of God where they sit near him and receive the revelation secrets of his promises. But let's just go straight to the King James. I know people don't like passion translation. I'm not saying it's a perfect translation. I'm saying it's just trying to stir people up with passion. I haven't endorsed it, but sometimes I read it because it drives home a point. Let's just go back to the King James in case you think I'm lying to you. The secret of the Lord, King James, the secret of the Lord, the what? The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him and he will shew them his covenants show them is what it means the secret of the lord is with who those who fear him so you have access to the secret place you can tap into the mysteries of god for your life you might not tap into them for nations but you can 
So Father, help us today to stop this reliance on prophets that causes us to depend on them more than you. Lord, we honor your prophets. We receive prophets in the name of a prophet because we want to receive the prophet's reward. And we believe there are prophets who hear from your spirit and who will not compromise for money, who will not compromise for shares and likes, who will not compromise to sell books. We know that there are true prophets. God, we know that we have our own relationship with you. And that you say in your word that the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And that you'll take confidence in the ones because we're your friend. We're a friend of God. When we obey him, we show forth that responsibility. So God, help us to walk in a level of obedience, knowing that we're never going to be perfect. Help us to walk in a level of obedience that qualifies us for access into the secret place. Help us to walk in a level of hunger. Well, Christ qualified us when he tore, when the veil was torn from top to bottom, he was our forerunner into the secret place. But let me put it this way. The Bible says, who shall ascend to the holy hill? Those with clean hands and a pure heart. And so just every carnal, secular Christian can't just go into the secret place because they don't fear the Lord. The Bible says, the psalmist said, David said, and David would know, inspired by the Holy Spirit, David said, the secret of the Lord is with them who fear him. So help us to walk in the fear of the Lord so that we can position ourselves to hear your secrets, so that we don't have to be so over-dependent upon prophets that people have to suggest that we have to believe the prophets. So that people can't suggest any longer that in order to prosper, we have to believe the prophets. If we judge a prophetic word and we decide that prophet missed it, we don't have to believe that word. We just don't. We have to believe your word. We don't want to be servants to the prophets. We want to be servants to the Lord. We don't want to walk in the fear of the prophets. We want to walk in the fear of the Lord. Does anybody understand what I'm saying and praying today? Does anybody get it? I've walked in the office of a prophet for 20 years. I am pro-prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, pro-prophet. But I'm also very disturbed by this trend that insinuates that if we hear something different from what the prophets heard, we're the ones that are wrong. They couldn't possibly have missed it. The prophets must be right. You must be wrong because you're not agreeing with the prophets. That is dangerous. It's dangerous. We need to respect the office of the prophet. The Bible says in the New Testament more than once to test the spirits to see if they're from God. Any prophet can miss it. If you don't believe a prophet can miss it, you need to study the Bible because a prophet can miss it. Even Nathan in the Old Testament missed it. And Agabus in the New Testament missed it. God left those two witnesses to show us. And he wouldn't have told us to test the words of the prophets if they couldn't be, if it wasn't missed, couldn't be missed. So help us to walk in the fear of the Lord, God, and not to put so much dependence on the prophets that we give up our, our right to hear for ourselves what you're saying to our hearts in any given season about any given issue. God is good all the time. Amen. God is good. Listen, if you want training in the prophetic, you can get that over at schoolofthespirit.tv. And if you didn't know that, some people still don't know that. I've been doing this for years. School of the prophetic starts out. I think there's like 26, 27 lessons in there. And I there's 26, 27, 28 lessons in there. I think there's year one, year two, year three. School of the prophetic at School of the Sears. If you want to get trained, you can go over there. School of the Sears is also over there is at schoolofthespirit.tv. Some of you, you have so much prophetic potential, you just need some training. You know, I signed yesterday up to uh, to formalize 
leadership coaching for myself, not because I don't think I'm a good leader, but because I know I'm not the best leader. I can be better. Just because you can prophesy doesn't mean, and just because I can prophesy doesn't mean that we don't need more training. You should always be learning and growing in your gifts. Always. Doctors have to go continuing education. Lawyers have to have continuing education. Prophetic people should have continuing education. Y'all got that Humpty Dumpty thing, huh? That's not going to, people are going to get mad about that, but that's what, that's what's happening. It's what you're about to see. Thank God he can put it back together again. Listen, I know many of you like to sew. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you in 30 seconds, the five ways you can sew. If you want to sew into this ministry, we do appreciate your partnership. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. You can, you can find all the different ways to give there. You can use the cash app, which is dollar sign. I am Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. You can text the word pray. 754-701-2161. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Look, I wish we didn't have to have all these ways, but everyone's like, use this, use this. This is what I use. So we're trying to make it as easy for you to obey the Lord. When he says give, we don't want you to have a stumbling block. And then, of course, the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You want to mail something? holiday card, Starbucks card, uh, whatever. Let's just say Christmas card, but there's so many holidays. I, I, Jesus is Lord. I say Merry Christmas, but there's other holidays, Thanksgiving and New Year's and all these things. You can mail that to P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Amen. God is good. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.